If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The following is a digital media production. Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Joe. On this episode, we're going to be talking about buying fucking organs on the black market and banging old dudes. And actually a lot of inspiring stuff, Joe. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wall. And I'm Joe Sanigato. Uh, it's just us today. There's no one. Boo! I have to look at this stupid face. Oh my god, you screamed <laughs> and scared the shit out of me. Um, I'm a lot. I'm too much energy for Joe Sanigato. A lot. I listened, actually, to a basement yard for the first time. Ooh. It's terrible. No, <laughs> I was like, boring. No, you're so, like, you're so much more energetic. You're giving it a... I mean, it's just you most of the time, so if you weren't... A lot of the times I do it um, when I have a jolt of energy. You like... And then I'm like, fuck, I just gotta hop You up. chug a Red Bull and then you do it? No, it's... And then you pass the fuck out? No, I'm always doing, like, dumb shit during the day. Like, whenever I have to film on Tuesday, because, like, there's times where on Tuesdays I don't want to film a video. Like, I'm just like, bleh. You I can't believe I mean? you have to do that every Tuesday. Yeah, it kind of sucks. But... It doesn't suck. I mean, anytime like- you want a partner. I'm totally <laughs> teasing. First of all, don't. We're done with the hot collab. Joe Sanagato lost out. The dragon sorceress is this not ship appearing. Is yeah, exactly, buddy. Okay. Yeah. One day you're going to be begging <laughs> for this to be on your YouTube channel. Okay. Oh. For these dragon sorceress tits to make an appearance. You know what? They're not. Anyway. Uh, but no, I listened to Basement Yard and I. I listen to the end when you promote our podcast and you literally go, if you want to hear a more serious podcast, yeah. which is, I hear what you're saying. We definitely, I'm, but, but what I love that is, is, no, but this is what I love. They're going to go and check our feed and, and literally, like, like dicks. Do you see, yeah, it's like a more serious <laughs> podcast and it's like all about fucking getting shit on and yeah. the one coming out, uh, it'll be out by the time they hear this one, but it's literally called <laughs> farting on birthday cakes. So they're going to go for the, for the more serious podcast and they're going to be like, go. huh? But it is. We definitely get into shit. For sure. I think it's a completely different side that is not people don't normally get. No, I agree. I just think it's I love them checking out the more serious one. <laughs> and and then then like, I've titled all of them just like the filthiest names. Like, is he dead serious about <laughs> farting on a cake? Because we could talk about something serious for like 50 minutes and for five minutes talk about the like gross shit. And that's what I'll that's name the it. title. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole. Because um, I'm an asshole. Because I'm an asshole. So, okay, I have a couple things to say before we get into our topic or topics. Um, first of all, we have a new YouTube page, Invasion of Privacy. Woo. Did you check it out at all, Joe? Yeah, I did. <laughs> did you? I send you the links all the time. I'm like, I'm, which one is it? I'm watching this one. There, I think I, I love my favorite is the ones with Nathan, obviously. Yeah, he's Because you can see him going fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, his fucking hands are in the air. Just flying everywhere. And you get up and walk away for a sec. Okay, so we have a YouTube page if you guys want to see our faces. Um, also, we have a Facebook page, so you can follow us on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I post the videos directly to there, so check that out. Also, thank you for writing reviews. I want to read some of them. 
I went and checked them out, like, a couple of them. Because, like, um, I'm trying to get my podcast back on the fucking iTunes. Yeah, why? And I, and I went on the charts to see where we were at. Okay. And I looked at it. I don't remember the specific number, um, but it was up there. And then I was just reading the reviews. And I noticed that we only have five-star reviews, which is pretty sweet. It's amazing. Thank um, you guys, by the way. Seriously. Yeah. I'm super... I love you guys who listen, and it's really nice for you guys to do the five-star reviews. And it, it's funny because in the beginning, like, the reviews are, like, serious, like, oh, it's a good podcast, like, <laughs> blah, blah, And then I start scrolling down. It's, like, vaginas and shit, and I'm like, all it's right. It's so good. Yeah, I want to read some of them. Okay. So, Hilarious Podcast, Five Stars, that's the title, by um, Azzy, A-Z-Z-I-E. Um, so, I don't know what that person's real name is, but... I went on an invasion of privacy binge a few months back and was hooked ever since. This is a phenomenal podcast covering almost all topics you can imagine. It also has aspects to it that make you rethink the way you do things and how society works in a funny, engaging way. First of all, thank you. Uh, <laughs> definitely recommend this to anyone who wants to have a great laugh. P.S. Five stars to both Kate's vagina and Joe's penis. But he said Kate's V and Joe's P. And then ha, 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 ha. Let's go. Into it. Into it. All right, let me read. Let me do the other one. Here we go. Okay, let's see. Because this one, I think, went more into detail about... Uh, the dick or pee or the vagina. Why can... I, someone talked about your dick, but I can't find it. Here's one where it goes, Williams Flawless. Kate has a vagina that deserves more than five stars. William! Thank you. He has no idea that... No, it's magical. The forest that is... It is a forest, but once you get past the trees... Trust me. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Um, but I can only give a maximum of five. This is factoring her energy dick, of course. Oh, mm. He's an avid listener. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And then... <laughs> oh, one more. Okay. Joe is also a dragon sorcerer. That's what I'm talking about. That's literally the title of this review. Joe is, is really? also a dragon sorcerer. Listen, I've been trying to tell him this for the last 15 minutes that he's an alien king dragon sorcerer. <sighs> Doesn't care, but he'll, you know, he'll step into his powers one day. Yeah. Anyway, five I'm a stars. fucking Pokemon. This is by Gabra. He hasn't unlocked his full dragon potential yet. I suggest him wearing Kate's sorcery clothes one day. Listen, I agree. I'll try to bring in that yeah, you Cleopatra. Are we you are wearing a fucking cloak right now, it looks like. <laughs> I do try to dress more like a dragon sorceress more and more every day. Um, also, and then we'll get to our to our stuff. Uh, Nate, Nathan McIntosh and I, we have that show coming up April 21st. We already have a couple people flying out to it. So we're Stop. super flattered. Yes, Joe's like, they're not that good. We are. Okay, <laughs> come out, support. We would love to meet you guys. That's April 21st at 8. Promo code Nate Kate if you want to come. And I started another show called Unicorn Tits. <laughs> it's going to be March 10th if you are in the New York City area. Don't fly out for this one. It's going to be great. But like, if you want to come out to meet me and Nathan, that's April 21st. But Unicorn Tits, we have comedians on and then we read their tarot and astrology and Make them cry like the little babies we all are. Jesus Christ. That's at, a, that's at a V Spot Cafe right next to New York Comedy Club on East 24th. If you want more details, you can go to uh, my Kate Wolf fan page on Facebook. All right. We're good. Let's get to the real <laughs> shit. Oh, man. All By right. the way, Joe, I went on your YouTube channel and I checked out uh, the video of you and Sammy on the helicopter. And I was like, when you made her do the fake blowjob thing, I literally was like, that's love. <laughs> like that's where I like because he he like grabs her head and makes him like makes her fake blow him and I was like I hope I have that one day you know what I mean 
Like, I want that kind of love. Because there was so much, like, you can tell you guys care about each other so much. She calls you babe all the time. And then you get you get to uh, do she's like she's never said my name before. I don't even know if she knows what it is. You know what? No, I want to date a dude where I get to fake pull his head and make him fake blow me. Of like that's you the do. kind of love I want. Of course you do, Kate. <laughs> All right, are you, can you get out the email that I sent you? Yes. Uh, All right, you read it. I can't. I I'm not going to read it emails. word for word because it's very drawn out. But basically, this uh, this person wrote in and it was saying um, that they're kind of astounded by the black market and the fact that it exists and they list examples the black market on the internet right um it's like it just astounds me the amount of stuff you can access and what you can do and then in parentheses wrote pay an assassin buy drugs sell organs <laughs> like i mean is it really that easy to find that stuff on the internet i don't think how do you know it's even like accurate shelby did you just nod your head i feel like our producer was like yeah it is that easy i think you could just google like fucking yeah can you find anything on craigslist no really an assassin i don't know about an assassin you might have to like walk in an alley for that shit but how hard is that think about it if you're like a really rich person you're gonna pay someone like 10 grand to kill a person i don't really know what what uh killing a person costs i haven't looked into that (laughs) i'll get back to you and then i'll give you a that shit's so fucking scary but that that stuff exists that there are actually assassins and hitmen of course there are i hate that why? I don't know. I mean, that's terrifying to think that someone could really want you dead and then they just get to pay someone. They're not even worried about it. That's gross. Yeah. I mean, they are technically, you could be worried about it because, you know, you follow the money and you find where it came from. And then that person goes to jail. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not when you hire a good assassin. <laughs> Guys, go to goodassassins.com if yeah. you want the hit done right. I don't know if you can find a good assassin on the black market. I don't know. I'm. I don't even. It's like a myth to me. I've never like. Is it like a page? You just look. There's just a bunch of weird shit for sale. I bet you, like the really rich people out there, like the really rich ones, they know like the right people to call. Oh yeah, it's fucked up. It's not fucked up. There are like hidden communities in New York City. You know why? It's because the world is run by money. So if you have a lot of money, people are willing to do whatever they can for money. Does By the way, sense? what the hell shirt are you wearing? What? You have like weird like white like roll-up sleeve things. It's not rolled up. It's What is that? It's a layered shirt. Is that a shirt under a shirt? No, it's just one shirt. It's one shirt that's it's layered. supposed to look layered. It is layered. Okay. You done? No. It's not a King Tut sweater, but <laughs> fucking, you know. All right. Well, at least mine had a, an energetic purpose. But back to what I was saying before. Sorry. You motherfucker. The other thing is, like, why would you want to buy an organ online? Who the fuck is like, I need a kidney? Because where else are you going to get a kidney? That's true, because I know the waiting list is like... Oh, forget it. I've seen Grey's Anatomy. There's people, there's kids who need heart transplants on that show, and they can't get them for months. That's also horrifying. But, yeah, I don't know, like, I would never want to buy a kidney online. What does it come to your fucking door? How do you ship a kidney? First of all, you don't buy kidneys. Why would you buy a kid? Like, you only need one, right? Oh, I meant a, just a kidney. A f- Why would you buy one? Unless you, ha- you only have one because you gave one away, and oh. then the other one start- starts getting shitty. You're like, oh, I need a new one. And how-, how often does that happen? I always hear stories about, like, in Japan or one of those countries that, like, people get drugged, and then they fucking cut them open in a bathtub, and they woke up, and, they get- and they're stitched up. They got no fucking organs. Not or- but, I mean, They don't have no kidney. 
No, yeah. I've, I've, I feel like I've seen a fucking horror movie where that happens. Yeah, that's they wake real up, shit. Yeah, they wake up in a bathtub full of fucking ice. Yeah, and they're like, okay, I have stitches. That's the grossest thing I've ever... Imagine drugging Ugh. someone and just stealing kidneys and selling those. How much do you think kidneys go for? What kind of childhood does a person need to have that that's what they want to do when they grow no, up? No, I think what, what present situation they're in. Because if you think about it, if you're in like a very financially unstable state... Dude, you're going to cut open a fucking person. Dicks. Suck some dicks before you or like let someone fucking fuck you in the ass or whatever it, it takes to make money rather than cutting people open. I'm pretty sure that is the worst shit I've ever heard. No, you could. You know what? One kidney is probably equivalent to 10 dicks. So that's probably why they do it. Save your save your mouth. The problem. Don't suck 10 dicks. You just cut open a person. You sell one kidney. You make. 45 grand or whatever the fuck it is that's good joe i'm Convin- just saying convince everyone i'm just saying if you're if that's the way to go not the dicks definitely Def- yeah because at least if you're sucking a dick you're not you're not hurting someone you're hurting yourself but Unless you're not you're hurting others it. you could be bad at it then you'd be hurting someone you'd be hurting the guy who's guys dick no sucked. to to be able to fucking drug someone and cut them open you are a demon. I'm sure there's like a, there's like a team of people like they don't do everything themselves. One person drugs, he falls down and then the the cut the one person who cuts the yeah, person comes in. Yeah, I hope the in. surgeon actually knows a little bit about it. They're right. cutting someone fucking open. At least watch a that YouTube tutorial disgusting. on how to use a fucking what's it called? scalpel. And then the, there's another extractor guy, he puts it in a bag and they transport it to the And then market. every other organ if you take it from someone illegally, it's uh they're dead. No. Right? No. You can live without a kidney. I'm saying every other organ. If you take out someone's entire liver, they're done. Oh, you can't yeah, live without probably. a liver. Clearly a heart is is the most important you one. You can live without a spleen, I'm pretty sure, also. Okay. I don't know if you can. I think you can, because they explode all the time. Not all the time, but, you know. Huh. All right, well... We sound like fucking idiots. I, I don't know. know what the we hell... Never, we never research. But, but my point is, that's horrifying, and I don't... I don't know why anyone would want to buy that on the black market, but I guess these are people who are in like really desperate situations, right? Because yeah. if like your kid needs a new something and you're on a waiting list and they're going to die, yeah. that'll be something you can go to. One of the examples. But then is- you're buying it from someone who might have been fucking like drugged and you know what I mean? Well, Kate, Ugh. it's not like the black market is a first option ever. The, the black market is uh, if you're buying an organ. Is like, I've tried everything else. I'm going to die. I might as well take a chance with this one. Hopefully it doesn't have fucking AIDS on it or whatever. (laughs) You know? It's like the last option. You're like, fuck it. Let's just try this. See where this comes from. It's shipping from Peru. Man, this was a dark first email. Whatever. All right. You get get a box What did they say? They said assassins, organs. What else? And drugs. No one buys drugs in the black market. It's like, especially in New York City, you walk down the block. It is the black. Isn't everywhere the black market for drugs? Yeah. There's no black, there's no drugs in the black market. Unless there's drugs we don't know about that like do all kinds of shit. Have you ever smoked weed? Never, right? No. That's so weird. I just never. Has Sammy ever smoked weed? Yeah. Interesting. I would love to get high with Sammy one day. She hated it. Did she? Yeah. Um, I told you I had a dream with you and Sammy again, but there was nothing sexual. You guys were just like hanging with me and supporting me emotionally, like like buds. Dream sounds fucking. Terrible. I wasn't. It was. It was actually not the most exciting dream, but I really felt that you guys loved me and were, had my back. So you would just have dreams of just hanging out with people sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, but normally my dreams are like 
I had a weird, crazy dream where I was at the bottom of the ocean on the Titanic, like in the big ballroom, but like I wasn't drowning. Like I was like chilling in it and I was supposed to live there, which I think represents the depths of my emotions that I'm dwelling in at the moment. Or maybe Titanic was on TV recently? Nope. It was on TV recently because I saw Kate Winslet's Tisley I don't fucking even day. have cable or anything. All right. Not knows? everyone's making Joe Santagato money. Oh, I'm sorry. I have cable. I'm rich now. <laughs> fucking whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, but you are doing well for yourself. Two Regardless. million Facebook followers. Two. Do you know how big? Two million. I'm about to hit 4,000 Twitter followers and I'm like throwing myself a party. I'm going to masturbate to my 4,000 Twitter followers. I'm so excited. Two million? Huh. God, that's a lot. It's a lot of people, Joe. That's too many. What are you going to do with all this power? Probably just poison the masses. <laughs> yeah. Start telling them about the black market of organs. I don't even know how to phrase that. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Anyway, can you get to the next email then? All right. Pull it um, up, Joe. Should I read it word for word? It's kind of, these are like. I mean, if you want to read it word for word or you can sum it up, I do either. All right, here we go. There's a 17-year-old chick. She works at a job. Uh, she says she loves her job, which is rare, rare in retail. And So maybe it's like at the mall or something? I don't know. Who knows? She's 17 years old. I would be psyched to have a job that pays any type of money at that age. Do you remember the store structure? It was like no, I'm run not. by like, it's almost like Express for Men. I worked there. For structure? Like, I've never even heard of I think it's. I think they changed it now to Express for Men, but I worked there like as a teenager for like a week and I hated it. Really? Yeah, I went back to I would to being... never want to work in retail ever. Just walk oh. over and just fucking... Do you have this in... So where... This is fucking dumb. I, or I'm the, the worst person when I go shopping. Like I pick something up and I put it against my body, and like whatever fucking germs I'm carrying that day are all over the shirt now. I'm like wiping what my kind face. What germs with it. would you be carrying? I don't know, man. Like you're sick with the flu. <laughs> like, what are you talking just about? Fucking around. I'm just saying, if you <laughs> if enough people put a shirt up against their body, the shirt's dirty. Well, that's dirty. why. Listen, that's why when you go to try underwear on, at like Victoria's Secret, they have those little like liners that cover the vag part. Really. Yeah, can you imagine like putting underwear that's been tried on by like twenty other people onto your vagina? It's a lot of puss up against puss. Who knows what people have? Yeah, that's that's. You do you know, ever shit in public places? Oh, I shit in the gym this morning. Do you sit down when you shit, or do you like hover the whole time? Yeah, you I just sit right down. Dip my ass in the water. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Go home, take a shower. I I did a. I, did I don't a, really shit. I I only it's like an emergency. I have to be like I'm not gonna I'm gonna just sh- what am I shit myself. What, am I going to shit myself? No, I, I definitely shit in public places. Yeah, I mean, I stopped caring. I mean, it's gross, and, like, I try not to. It's not to. like a first... You know what, though? Not that it's not a first choice. I always feel like I got away with something for free when I take a shit in a public place. I'm like, ha didn't have to do that one at home. <laughs> That's the weirdest <laughs> fucking way to think about it. Um, As if it, like, ruins my toilet to do it, but, like, it I, makes me excited. You know what's crazy? I, like, plan around that. Really? Like, shit... Yeah, like, I'm like... If I eat right now, I have a meeting in the city at three o'clock. Like if I eat now, I might not have to shit until, you know, three fifteen, three twenty, and I'll already be in the meeting. So then I'm gonna have to shit in an office. I can't plan I my poops. Plan, they come I on so God. suddenly. Like no, not me. I'll be talking I, to a friend. I'm like, oh my God, I have to poop, and I'm the most turbo pooper. Like it, it's like you think I just peed. Because everything about me is turbo. So I can go uh, to the bathroom, it's quick, and then I'm back out. And they're like, you pooped? And I'm like, yeah. I get shit. Good. I get shit you done. Could, you, don't, you could just lie then. You know what I mean? Because there was times. Oh, yeah, all the time. Like, when 
everyone knows that when you go into a bathroom when there's a bunch of people around, you have on average, I would say, a minute and one second uh, that if you're over, people are assuming, oh, they're taking a shit. But if you're under, they're like, probably just to pee. Totally. So you're like, you lounge to poop? Oh, I don't lounge to poop, no. But there have been times where I was like, well, if in situations that I'm like, I don't really want everyone here to know that I'm taking a shit. You know what I mean? Because like, you don't need a room. Like, it's like a party or something. Everyone's in this room and the bathroom is right there. So you're like, I'm going to go in here. And then you're in there so long that once you come out, people have forgot that you went in there. They're like, oh, this guy was taking a dump that whole time. So what I do is I just let it rock until it's an emergency so that when I get in there, it just comes out. I'm in there. Clean everything up. I clean everything up. Make it seem like it went everywhere. But I just, I, I go in there. comes out quick. You're out. People are like, oh, that was probably a piss. Maybe he took long washing his hands. I always come out, you know, doing the well, extra we wash. Brett, remember we had <laughs> Brett Druck on, though? He was making a joke about it, like... The people who are actually watching to see how long you're, you take a shit or if you're taking a shit, they're the weirdos. They are. Like, stop. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I've been, we've been saying the word Wait, shit. Okay, let's does. go back to the email. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so this girl works in retail. Um, she's 17. She's 17. And her boss, who is the head manager of the store, she says is the most amazing man she's ever met in her life. He's funny. Yeah, because he's, what, isn't he 30? Of course he's the most amazing man because he's... Way more mature than all of her 17-year-old guy friends. Well. You uh, know? Keep going. He, um. And he's married. He's married with kids. <laughs> she's 17. And uh, she's, she, she calls herself, I'm like a reverse pedophile. And then she wrote in parentheses, and no, I do not have daddy issues. I don't, I don't okay. understand here. I mean, she, I think she's just kind of asking what we think of her what situation. What we should do. Okay, you know what? You you need to break up the marriage. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> fuck those kids. <laughs> they don't need. I'm doing a Nathan right now. They don't need a good family to grow up in. To her you know? defense, she did say she's. He not, probably would love that 17 year old puss. She's not pursuing him or anything like that, but she does have. She claims to have serious feelings. First of all, you know for the guy. Uh, no, I, and listen, that can totally happen. But you know, she's going into work wearing like. Some sexy outfits with cleavage. Oh no, she's never dragging ass into that place. She is, she's good. She's gonna, she's got all her fucking makeup. You done. know, she's coming in though, and like being kind of like flirty and like you're so smart and funny. Yeah. Girls know how to fucking, what's the word? Flirt. Yeah, okay, flirt. But I, there was something I wanted to use a better word, and now you made me feel stupid. I don't, <laughs> what other word is there? No, like they seduce? know how to like yeah, but like seduce yeah, but we know how to like lay it on, lay it on thick. You know, like we know how to be Good like Lord. Hey. You know, so I kind of feel bad for the dude because he's probably picking up on these flirty vibes from this like good-looking seventeen-year-old. Wait, and even we if don't he's, know that. I know I'm totally creating a story. That yeah, might not like be you're real. making it like a porno now. No one said she's like <laughs> super good looking. She may be. Hey, God bless. But let's not paint okay, the perfect right. picture here. You're right. Or the guy is a regular person and goes, "She's 17." No, <laughs> and I, I hope have he does a wife that. and kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, the real advice to this girl is, yeah, it makes sense that you're developing feelings for someone like. I remember when I was, how old was I, 17, I worked at a camp as a camp counselor, and I worked with this guy who was like six or seven years older than me, and he mm-hmm. had a family, and I definitely got a crush on him because, once again, he was like way more mature than a, any guy I was used to, sweet and sensitive, and I, 
you know, it was like, hee hee, like I had a little crush, but you just have to keep it real with yourself and be like, okay, that's fine to have a crush, but like you also have to be like, well, nothing's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And also it's like, you won't really know this person. You know what I mean? Like they're your boss. Yeah. So it's like, obviously he has to keep it professional with you. Even if he doesn't a little bit of the time and it's just kind of like, oh, fucking blah, blah, blah. And you guys have that little cool boss employee relationship you still don't really know the person. You kind of just like the idea of like, he's an older man, he's the manager, and he's stable life, and blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of what she's... Yeah, uh, I feel like, and girls do this a lot. I'm sure guys do too, where you romanticize it. So she's also probably placed all these things on this guy now. Like, he would probably be perfect and this, and like, right? who knows what the dude's really like. Hey, probably he could beat the shit out of his kids and wife. Who knows? Yeah. Nice guy at work, bad guy at home. There you Happens go. Happens every time. Oh, yeah. Those are the ones you got to watch. After. I actually have dated some dudes who were like super nice to everyone that they meet. You know what I mean? And then not as nice to me. You know, I know that happens a lot. We're like the dude's really charming. There are a lot of girls who get beat who say that where they're like, you know, at work, he was like the sweetest, nicest guy. But then his true self, the darker self came out at home. So <laughs> I love they were making this guy like yeah, now a we're demon. Just- <laughs> You said that I was going too far in one direction. And then yeah, we, like, and then I completely took it in the, the other opposite way. story. But the whole thing is, it's like, listen, crushes happen all the time, you know, and you just got to keep it real. You're not going to be with this dude. Yeah. And as much as you like to think that you're matured or whatever, uh, you're not. And you really have nothing in common with a 30 something year old person. Like, that's what it really comes down to. Like, I don't know how you could be compatible with someone who's 20 years older than you. You guys, especially now, you live. Some people say they do meet their soulmate and they're like, there's that age gap. Uh, I don't know. Of course, there's exceptions to the rule, but for for the the most most part, part, no. Or (laughs) it's just like uh, people do that thing where it's like this person's good looking and like kind of cool. So whatever, it works. You know what I mean? And they just do that. But it's like then you never really know what a true relationship is kind of like. You never, yeah. you never, you like, you don't experience that. You just experience this little bullshit thing that you guys are both putting up with each other because you think you both are good looking. Does that make fucking sense or am I like just... No, 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 I hear what you're saying. It's, it's the same thing of like when you fantasize it, but it's not actually real yet, you can fill in all the blanks, all the gaps with like how perfect it would be. But then in the reality, if they actually had a relationship, yeah, she's 17 um, I dated a dude who was a substantial amount younger uh, and like we got along great, but there was still that difference did not, you know what I mean? It mattered. Yeah. I think there's just certain ages where you just haven't experienced enough and 17 is one of them and 18 is another. Um, I like to think that the age is 23, 24 to where depending on your case like age doesn't matter anymore age doesn't matter anymore once you get to 23 24 but like before that you haven't really experienced enough to be able to relate to someone who has gone through whatever because you're you're put in the school system and you do the same thing every day for your entire life so it's like you're not really thrown out into the world and had to fend for yourself and live alone and and do this shit college i'm not counting either you lived alone kinda you know what I mean? It's like you lived alone. You just had to do your own laundry. You have and to buy go through some shit. 
but it's like you you didn't have to pay for rent or like any of you know what I mean. It's Do you like, feel like you've gone through a lot of shit yet? No. Yeah. I th- I I haven't because I've gone through some shit. No, I have gone through shit, but like certain things. I don't like mean that. I don't mean like you have never had any things, but like for me, it's like I've been through a divorce. I have a kid that I'm raising on my own. Yeah, you know, for me, the friends that I even get along with the most are like ten years older than me. Do you know what I mean? And they've gone through right either like a divorce or they have kids or like they were alcoholics and then got sober. Like for the most part, the people I relate to have also been through a lot of stuff and kind of came out of it and got to the other side. So, I mean, who knows? But yeah, no matter what, you know, it it sucks that you have feelings for this guy you work with, but you will meet someone else that you have those feelings for. You're so young. You know, I would say like, look at what about him really um, makes you excited. Like, oh, you love that he's smart. You love that he's funny. And, and keep that in mind and, and don't settle. You know what I mean? So, so take, take those things and be like, wow, this is what I'm going to look for um, when I do meet a guy right. and, and try to benefit from that crush and just, instead of like going into this like, oh, if only we could be together. Yeah. And just think about this. Like when you're in a school, usually you're there for four years on average, right? I'll say four years. You're with the same people for four years. Yeah. So it's like once you're thrown into a different situation and you meet some guy who's new, oh, he doesn't go to my school, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that, and he's different, he's funny, we get along. So it's like, of course you're going to have feelings for that guy and think he's the one. But that's only because you've been to two places. Yeah. Your school (laughs) and your job and your house. You know what I mean? But you can't fuck anyone there. Yeah. So your school and your house. Yeah, Speak you, for yourself, yeah. Joe. Your school and your house. And yeah, one time you went to a bar with your older cousin and whatever. But like when, when you're in that age, like high school and younger, those are the only places you go. So when you find someone that is even remotely uh, nice to you or, yeah. or attractive or a combination of both or whatever, in a new setting, a place you haven't been before, it's kind of like, oh, that's the one but yeah. that's why i'm saying like once you get to 20 19 20 21 22 23 it's like you've been out in the real world nothing is handed to you whereas in college and 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 you know high school and stuff everything's kind of structured for you to win for you to survive once you're out of that you're on your own and you need to figure it out and if you don't know something yeah. you can't go to a desk and be like hey what do i do and they give you the answers you have to figure it out so it's like you that completely changes your mentality and your um kind of shows your true colors in a way yeah so then you that you become the person that you're gonna become for the rest of your life and and just like a different mentality it's a it's whole like different hard, thing. it's hard to to be compatible with someone like that or have things in common with someone who's been in that world and you haven't and and anyway what we're already saying is it doesn't even matter he's married like you don't want to you don't want to put yourself in that situation you know like even if she was like 23 and it could somehow work if a dude's already in something don't you don't want to fuck with that and like worst case he actually like cheats on her with you you know and then leaves her for you most of the time those situations don't work out you know because how could you ever trust them and you know you know we're gonna take a quick break actually (laughs) i just looked at the time but we'll we'll continue this in a sec Hey, it's your boy Ocho, man of the Ocho Cinco and Dukes podcast. Check out our podcast to hear my thoughts on sports, life, relationships, and the number one thing that means the most to me, love. Find new and archived episodes of the Ocho Cinco and Dukes podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. 
We're back. <laughs> um, yeah, but what I was saying is, you know, any situation where you fall for someone who already is in a relationship and you try to like win them out of it, you know, if that person is happy in their relationship, let them be. And if they aren't happy, but they're staying, I don't even want that quality in a partner. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I want someone strong enough where if they're unhappy in a relationship, they would leave on their own. Right. I have a friend who became friends with this girl who like fell for him. And she said to him, she, and she was engaged. She's like, listen, I want to be with you instead of my fiance. Um, but I want to know first that you'll be with me before I leave this guy. Like, ew. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's like just... that kind of shit is so unattractive to me. Like if you're not strong enough to be on your own, like you just need anyone. No, like that to me is such a weakness. Someone who can't stand to be alone ever. It, I don't know. It is a weakness. That is way dumber. That's pretty dumb. Like, what is, huh. like but you a lot of trade? People, <laughs> like, but fuck? a lot of people are just so scared to be alone with themselves that like they hop from relationship to relationship. And listen, I used to do that. I was definitely a serial monogamist in my past. Yeah, and that's it's a hard thing to to break. And because once you're used to something your entire life, like that's kind of what you do. It's like learning a new language almost. You know what I mean? If you've been in a relationship your entire life, you don't really know how to date or meet new people you know what i mean so it's kind of just yeah. like what the hell do i do now you just hop into the next relationship and now you're back to where you were before you feel comfortable the thing i was going to say before that we were also on to is like um i found for me recently it's like y- you know when you first meet someone and there's like feelings like there's like that spark or that chemistry i'm learning to not jump on that initial attraction because it's so rare for me to even feel that that in my past i'd be like oh i finally feel something let's just go for it and kind of override other signals going like okay cool there's something pulling you towards this person but it might be for the wrong reasons like you might be pulling getting pulled towards him because it reminds you of a dynamic from your childhood that wasn't healthy and i'm now learning that even if i feel that i write it out and have patience and still slowly get to know a person yeah. which i think most people are scared to do and it reminded me of what we were saying because like you know she's feeling this kind of chemistry or whatever but it doesn't mean he's the one like there's it's telling her something about herself yeah, like there's like, something in her that she like, likes uh, and is attracted to right but. you like that kind of personality on a guy but it doesn't necessarily mean that he's the one and what you were saying before like that's something that i have had a problem with like uh in my life where i've jumped into I don't jump into things because I like to think that I have good uh, intuition and, and um, I know within the first 10 minutes if I would date this person or not or if I like this person or not. Well, that's like, because you're an alien king. Here we go. Um, but I that's how I feel. I feel like, all right, I would date this person, blah, blah, blah. Like within the first 15 minutes of actually meeting them face to face. And even with Sammy, like we jumped into a relationship and I, I have been single for most of this is the longest relationship I've had by far. Yeah. By far. And uh, we jumped into a relationship pretty quickly. Like it was like three three weeks. And I was like, all right, I'm in. You know what Aww. I mean? And But like after a month, I started thinking, whoa, what the hell did I do? With Sammy? Yeah. Not like what the hell did I do? Like this is bad, but like, whoa, that was fast. Oh, it was like a lot where you're like, yeah. oh, now I'm in, in. Right. It's and like, you look around and like the water's all around and you're like, okay. Yeah, it wasn't like a bad thing. It was like kind of just like that was quick and maybe I shouldn't have done that because I don't know this person well enough. And then it ended up working out oh, though. Yeah, it obviously ended up working out because we're still See, together. See, I've been in that situation where I look around and I'm in the water and I'm like, oh no, this water has sea snakes in it. 
Right, which very well could have happened because, yeah. like, at the time, I I knew her, yeah, but we didn't spend that much time together that I would have, if in my perfect world, would have liked. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I, so hard to pace it when you have those excited feelings. Right, and I think that's just because... Again, like, waiting uh, to have sex for me is like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the moment my vagina flinches, I'm like, are we in or are we out? You know? And yeah. It's like, Kate's vagina, please take a breather. Yeah, I just... I don't know. It was just kind of like when you have a feeling, you just kind of act on it. And I had that feeling, so that's why I acted on it. But, you know, that's something that I refrain from doing for the most part when it comes to other things. So I kind of thought after a month, I was kind of like, you don't actually know this person. And nothing was going bad. Everything was going great at the time. It wasn't like something happened. No, but I I know what you're saying where you're just like, well, I'm in deep. I don't even know fully who this is yet. I I, hope this is a good thing. Yeah, I didn't even feel like I was in deep. I was just kind of like the timeline. I was just kind of like, okay, that was fast. And if this doesn't work out, like, I wouldn't be surprised because I did It's amazing it worked out for you because, like, that's only really worked out for me one time with my ex, Joe, who I got engaged to, but then (laughs) clearly that didn't work out. (laughs) But, uh... But no, like every other time that I've jumped in and I always I'm so impulsive and that's so hard, but I'm I'm doing it. It's been such a hard thing, uh, my impulsiveness, because that comes. I was unable to sit with myself and my feelings. So I was so quick to want to, like, fill that void with something. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it's just totally healthy. You feel excited. You meet someone you click with and that's rare. And you're just like, fuck, like, let's do this. But I especially from what I've been through, I need to really try to take it slower and kind of ride that out a little bit and know that if the person likes me enough, he's willing to be patient and will wait Exactly. Because if he's like, no, no, we need to do it now, like there's something going yeah. on there. And I don't know why it was like, why it even happened like that, like honestly, because I it, nothing felt forced or anything like that. It Maybe did, you were just excited. I was. I was very excited that because like I... I I wasn't in relationships for a, a long time and like there's certain qualities that you look for in people and I found a lot of them in her so it was yeah. exciting that I did yeah. find that so I was just kind of like oh fuck it I'm in now like you know what I mean and I just kind of pulled the trigger on that but it very, it, that's Aww. that's why like after a month I was kind of like okay you know everything's cool but Jesus Christ that was quick like you should have at least uh, got to know her better but you know but yeah, no, I mean, cool. Sammy... But like, say something like her family was fucking nuts or like her brother hated me or... Yeah. You mean, like all those things are, are qualities that I had never... I didn't even know yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we didn't, I no, didn't even you experience lucked out. that. You lucked out with her right. and her family. Or like her friends or like just whatever or like her yeah. just her situation or I never... She's an alien queen, I believe. <sighs> I haven't felt too deeply, as deeply into Sammy, but she's a really special person. Yeah. Um... You know, and obviously she's beautiful on the outside, but she's also, I know this sounds corny, but she really is a beautiful person. And you guys both have that, like, quality of um, kindness, like a purity to you. And, like, if you were dating some girl, I looked into her soul and you could see, like, some manipu- like manipulative qualities, I'd be so pissed. I would. Like, I'd hate it if you were dating some, like mean like you know what I mean where she was like faking nice but I could look and because I can do that you know I can look and tell if someone's like fake nice but on the outside I don't know so I'd be so pissed no, I'd be so upset <clears throat> no she's great luckily it worked out and her brother doesn't hate me he loves me oh and uh her, and her dad likes you even though he he yeah. kind of threatens her life at times yeah yeah uh but yeah everything's like cool but 
I was just saying, like, sorry, that's that's why I like it's easy for me now to tell people like just to take your time and really get to know someone because I I didn't do that, but it worked out. You know what I mean? Like I had barely met like her family or anything. And those are important things, I feel like. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. And like there's this video by this guy, Bashar. He's an alien channel. He like channels his alien self. Check him out, Bashar on YouTube. But uh, one of the things, one of the videos that I love that you should look at, it's um, you always make the right choice. And what I love in what he says is like, you can't look back though, even the times that for me, you know, because I've rushed in and ended up in some pretty gnarly situations, which listen, I'm going to learn from those mistakes. But he's like, you never make the the wrong choice because I needed to experience those things to understand what I wanted where I wanted to go and the choices I wanted to make. And for me, you're different. Like, but for me, I think I had to really go into some like deep, dark places and go, Oh no, this isn't for me. But also a lot of times attraction is about bringing your shadow elements of self up. So like, you know, I don't want to use anyone specific, but like some of the, the people in the past that I've met, they almost reflected to me my own anger that I wasn't in touch with or like my own demons. Right. So like I was attracted to this, this person for a reason and that relationship, even though it was really painful, let me get in touch with these like deeper places in myself that I hadn't been able to access without that relationship. All right. I think, and then I uh, have a good relationship with all the people that I have like dated for any amount of time, but there was specifically, there was this one girl that I dated for like a week, like four years ago or five years ago. And it was strict, like looking back on it, it was strictly because of her appearance. Like I thought she was so hot and I was just like, fuck it. I'm in like, you know what I mean? (laughs) And we weren't really even that compatible. Like our conversations were kind of trash. Like they weren't like interesting. It was just kind of just whatever. And I was just kind of, it was almost like I was using her as a trophy. Like, look what I got. Um, so like that, that, um, little stint it was like a learning experience uh, for me yeah it's like I, I realized the external like, isn't gonna yeah, just the like, external like won't dude be you're not, don't do this again yeah. you know what i mean the next time you meet uh, a pretty girl you're not gonna do that but i like to think that also um you know ev- not that everyone's an upgrade but like everyone's an upgrade for you not, yeah. not an upgrade compared to each other yeah but they're an upgrade for you like all the people I i've that. dated have li- have led up to Sammy and she's obviously right now the best one for me out of all the ones that I have dated because obviously those didn't work out for a reason and when they don't work out you take certain things from the relationship and then you put it towards a new person and that's what I was trying to say with this girl who's in love with her boss it's like she can use this experience instead of instead of using it to like feel crushed I'll never meet the one he's gone you can be like oh I'm gonna use this as an upgrade like I'm gonna take what I'm learning from what I'm attracted to and know that that's what I want um, when I do find a good relationship or, you know what I mean? So, and I love what you're saying. Cause ultimately every experience that you encounter in life, you can go in different directions with it. You can use it to be like, you know, to be like cynical and be like, see, life's no good. I broke up nothing. I'll never find love. Or you can be like, wow, that was a really beautiful, cool experience. I learned a lot about myself Yeah, and I'm going to use that to keep going move forward and yeah. experience new things. I mean, I don't really get how people regret relationships. Like, God forbid, if me and Sammy broke up today, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like look back and be like, oh, that was fucking terrible. No, because, I don't like, regret any any relationship yeah, I've ever been in. It's dumb, and uh, I, I sometimes get a little salty. And I never like bad. I don't regret. I it. never like bad mouth uh, people that I have dated also because they're 
part of the journey almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said before, they've led up to uh, Sammy. And if and if that ends, then it will it will lead up to someone else. Yeah. And I think uh, what at least for me, I like to th- I like to think this that um, the fact that Sammy is so great, it's a testament to the other girls that I have dated because they were great as well. Yeah. And so it's like my standards were constantly being pushed higher and higher and higher. Yeah. Which have led me to this point. Man, so if like, you and Sammy get married, which I could see happening, like you would have lucked out at such a young age. I mean, it fits it fits with your whole alien kingness. Oh, my God. <laughs> Getting that parking spot outside. I mean, come on, Joe. Um, the other thing I want to say, you know, I only, there, was, there was someone I dated recently-ish, uh, kind of, that only lasted like three weeks but what happened in that in that dynamic what came out in me was like this dark um and a cool dark like a dark artistic part of myself that I kind of had buried away and when I was with this person I felt like way more inspired than normal do you know what I mean like I like I don't know like ideas start coming out more and then when we ended it and it was right to end it um for a second, I felt so lost and upset because I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to access this part of myself without this person. But, you know, what I realized, and this is with everything, not just relationships, but with, like, anything that you have, a, like, transference to, meaning, like, you know, you could have transference, you could see a chair and something comes up. But, like, what I realized is everything's within you. Do you get what I'm saying? Like this person allowed something that I'd pushed way down. For whatever reason, our chemistry allowed it to come up. But when he left my life, I now figured out how to get in touch with that part of myself without him, mm-hmm. you know? And it just made me realize like, wow, I was feeling whole around all these different people that I was with, but it wasn't because they were actually filling me. They were just bringing out a side in me that was already there that I had trouble getting in touch with without them for some reason. Yeah. And that whole realization though really helped me because I was like, I'm truly okay on my own, but these people are just helping me to bring these things up, even if it's pain, like even if it was a painful, angry relationship, if I was pushing down like anger that I'd felt at my mom years ago that I was having trouble getting in touch with, like, oh, wow, they're allowing me to feel this finally. So I can actually be more whole, even if they're not in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's just helped me. And the last thing I kind of want to say is, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but you know, the earth plane is kind of like a hologram. All right. I hope I don't lose you here. But what that kind of means is literally everything you experience, your external world, is really a reflection of your internal. And that just goes to show how much power you actually have. But people want to blame all their external as, you know, as to why they're not happy. But it's like if you just work on yourself and figure out how to make yourself feel more whole, I promise you, your external world will shift and change. But that's been the hardest lesson for me to learn. No, yeah, that's absolutely true. Like they, the example that I've read before, that's like a popular example. It's like if you wake up in the morning and stub your toe, the rest of your day is gonna suck because you just already have a bad attitude about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And you, yeah. Like you're like, oh, the fucking coffee maker's not working. Like on a normal day, you'd be like, oh, whatever, I'll just fucking buy Dunkin' Donuts or some shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like the way you look at things. Obviously, it does uh, play a big uh, factor in your own happiness. <clears throat> Moral of the story, don't stub your fucking toes <laughs> in the morning. Just uh, I stubbed my toe really badly yesterday. I sliced it open. It was bleeding everywhere. Ooh. Because I have this mattress that has the plastic. St- whatever. It's fine. I don't need to go into it. <laughs> but it really fucking hurt. Um, 
But yeah, no. So I just, once again, we don't have to dwell on the whole thing, but it really, it really is true that it's all about the inner world, which is why, which is what we are not taught by most people, right? It's like, oh, you want to be happy? Buy this house or you need to have this job that everyone's like so impressed with. And it's just like, no, you just need to really, you know, be true to yourself. And it's not, money's good because you can pay the bills, obviously, but for the most part, you know, the external things are not going to be what what makes you happy you or know, feel Scar- fulfilled. Like, I know we have to, like, wrap up soon, but, like, I really think, and I don't know if this is right. I just feel like right now it's the right thing, but I could just change my mind completely in 15 minutes. But I really feel like if you just allow yourself to not be controlled by money, you, you'll be totally fine. Yeah. Because, like, if you stop caring, like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Because... Money really makes people crazy. Like they will do anything. They will change the way they talk. They will change the way they dress. They will do whatever. But if you just don't care, it's like you're doing whatever the fuck you want. Then you know what I mean? Because money is controls the world. Money controls the world. You need to survive. You need this. You need that. Yeah, you do. If you allow yourself not to be controlled by money, and you know people will take that statement and switch it into, oh, okay, then you're poor. You're homeless. Blah blah blah. You don't care about money. Whatever. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if, if you don't be controlled by money. So it's like uh, if, if some, you get a job and, like, you're cool with your job. Like, I always said, like, I, I would be totally fine making $40,000 40, $40, a year doing whatever I like doing. If I didn't make a nickel more than that a yeah. year, I would not give a shit. Totally. Me too. I just need enough to live, and that's fine. Like, I'm, as long as you're doing what you want, you're you're happy. You know what I mean? And I know myself. I'm not going to be, like happy with $40,000 but it has nothing to do with the money it's more of like I want to create different things but those are also going to lead to money yeah so it's like it, it all it's all connected in a way but the reason why you're even able to do that is because you're not controlled by money right you don't want to be controlled by it you don't want to be like oh I'll give you this job but you know you got to sacrifice all these hours and uh you got to dress this way which means you got to go out and buy suits and you got to get them dry cleaned all can the time can you imagine having to wear a suit every fucking day well, not me, but I can understand how people would want to do that for sure. I guess if that's what if that's in your soul song to do it, do it. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not like I understand people have the shit that they like, and I'm not interested in certain things, and I know they're not interested in the shit that I'm interested in, like whatever. But as long as you don't allow yourself to be controlled by the idea of earning money, then I think you're because you're that's fine. not what's going to make you happy anyway. Exactly. And the like, next thing you know, you're selling organs on the black market. There you go. It all comes for full circle. <laughs> but I like right now. I'm in. I'm in a. I'm I'm in the process of creating I'm putting certain things in place but all of the things that I'm putting in place they could in the long run turn out to be worth millions of dollars you know what I mean all yeah. the, the ideas that I have now that I'm working on and um no one knows them yet but I know when I put them out I'm only doing that as like a side thing I'm yeah. not like I'm going to pursue it 100% yes but I'm not going to use that as like this is my job this is what yeah. I'm banking on like I'm not banking. No, I'm not banking on it. Like I'm doing it because I want to do it. I'm not like. Well, you're in it. so good at following your highest excitement, and I know I've said that before, but that's really what you're supposed to do. Most people are too scared, and it's not. It's not to like insult them. You know, I get it. I've been there where you're terrified. Oh, but like if I quit this job or if I leave this school, I'll be nothing, or you know, like I'll end up homeless. And I get that fear, but like if you can figure out how to get past them. 
happiness is on the other side. And I just know that sounds so corny, but we are all, we've created this like false prison for ourselves and for each other where we think we're stuck in things where it's really like the only thing that's, that's keeping you stuck is really your beliefs. Yeah. And if you have a vision, you never compromise your vision, your vision for money. There's been times, Oh yeah. There's been times where, uh, a company has offered me a lot of money to advertise on one of my videos, but in the middle of it, like in the middle of, and I told them, no, I'm not doing that. Even though it was worth a lot of the money. Art. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, that, that's not what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Then it's like, then it's corny. Then you become uh, a fucking NASCAR driver jacket. You got all these ads all over you. Like people don't, people don't like you anymore. And it's just, it looks dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not doing that. Like it'll go at the end or it's not going in at totally. all. And like I could one, I could say no to a million dollars because I don't like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like I could say no to a million dollars right now if it's going to compromise my vision because I already think. I always say that stuff though. When people do the thing like for a million dollars, would you sleep with this gross? And I'm like, no, my soul's not for sale ever with anything. Like seriously, I don't understand people who do that. But I guess, you know, it's it's this fear. But, you know, I quit teaching and I was making like $70,000 a year. I had great benefits, summers off. I was an art teacher. Like everyone's like, oh, that's the perfect job. I wasn't happy. So when I quit, and as and quitting as a single mom is terrifying. And listen, I do it. I share a room with my kid. You know, I'm not making a lot of money, but I am so much happier. I don't regret it at all. It, it was the best decision of my life. But, you know, you have to kind of, like you said, you have to give things up almost to do that. But I'm always willing to give up things in the external for my soul. And it's easier to do, like, the earlier you do it, the better. The earlier you... Yeah. Uh, start to understand that the better because if you're uh only 16 17 and you start realizing you know what i'm not going to be uh controlled by money i have my vision i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and it's all going to lead to money if you just have your vision and do that like don't don't be like uh fuck it i'll just do this because it's more money like fuck that dude do the one that you want like i remember my friend was going in between two jobs and he's like this one you work more hours and or whatever. Like it was just like a better setup. It was like, but it was uh, more money and he didn't want to do it. Yeah. Or there was this other job that he already had that he really liked, but they, it paid less. Yeah. And I'm like, to me, that's a fucking no it's a brainer. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless you're like in a, like a, of course there's exceptions to everything. And I say that all the time because people give me wild scenarios. Like, what about this? Okay, yeah. If there's uh, scenarios where you're in cr- like a dire need for money and you like just need it, then you have to. You got to do what you got to do to survive. Obviously, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you're given the choice and you'll be fine either way, you just want more money, just to have more money and a nicer house. It and just all doesn't this shit. make sense, right? Because yeah. then it's like, yeah, you're unhappy, but now you can what? Go on more vacations every now and then, but like. Those are spread throughout. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather be happy every day than, like, be able to enjoy, like, two weeks of the year, you know, or wear nicer shoes on my way to the job I hate. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And some people, they date a dude or a girl, like you said, like, because it's a trophy, maybe not even because of their looks, but what they do. Oh, I'm dating a guy who, you know, he makes this much money and he's got this position and it like makes them feel cool. Like, oh, I'm dating this doctor and he's so rich. And it's like, yeah, but do you love him? Does he treat you right? Is he loyal? Like, it's like, who cares? Yeah. And for some people, their vision and their highest excitement would be working 
60 hours a week as as a whatever an investment banker and making a ton of money which is totally fine <laughs> like that's your shit you know what i mean it's it's not it could it's may, totally might, i just it can't may not imagine. be someone else's <laughs> but like people like that people like being uh no i met the guy do you never hear of the federalist it's like a big no but I, i'm what you're saying is like working all those hours how can you enjoy that there are some people that enjoy working yeah but just they might being... just be workaholics and they might be running from something yeah but or not or not kate you don't have to fucking say that about everyone okay Fair, Not fair. everyone is the fucking, you know, a dainty little fairy like you. I don't know. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> Obviously. Some people are just wired that way. I think way most people like are dainty little, little fairies. I don't know. That's the world I live in. I think we're all just so much more vulnerable and sweet more than, than we admit. But anyway, keep going. That's because that's how you are. I don't know. I think most people are, and then we've built most all people these you defenses know up. Most people you know are. No. You can't say most people because you don't know most people. You okay, know like 100 listen, people. Okay, listen, I know a lot of comedians, and I you think deep down- You know 100 people. Whatever. Okay. What, I know more than 100 people. Okay, 200? Fine. And my point is, is I think most people are actually deeply sensitive, and we've just had to build up all these guards and protections as a way to protect ourselves because we don't live in a society or an environment where it's like- celebrated to be sensitive okay but if they think it's their happiness then what makes it not i mean that's a great question that's like for a whole other thing yeah. no seriously because then it's like yeah i mean but like back in the day i thought certain things would make me happy that didn't make me happy but i thought they made me happy as so it's interesting yeah but as long as you're following the thing that makes you happy then it is the, the thing and then if you start to realize this isn't it i'm just like whatever then you got then you, you go to somewhere else you're right. you know yeah, because it's what, it's what we said before. You always make the right choices because sometimes you have to go with what you think makes you happy to realize, oh, no, this doesn't. There's something else out there that's even more fulfilling. There you go. Beautiful. Let's wrap this up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, where can they find you, Joe Sanagato? Uh, on Twitter, at Joe Sanagato. And guys, don't forget to check out his other podcast, The Basement Yard, look in case you. you didn't know it existed. <laughs> yeah, look at me. It's, you know, if you want a more serious podcast, check out Basement Yard. And... If you guys want a tarot card reading, it's now $50. Um, I will go deep into your souls and, uh, yeah, we'll we'll do some <laughs> magic together because you're all cute little fairies. Um, email me kwolf2fs27 at gmail.com. Um, I would love for you guys to come out and see Nathan McIntosh and I April 21st at 8 o'clock at New York Comedy Club. Promo code Nate Kate, And then Unicorn Tits is at <laughs> the V-Spot Cafe. Good Lord. Um, right next to New York Comedy Club. And it's a free show. So that is March 10th. And yeah, Twitter at the Kate Wolf. I have a lot of things to say at the end. It's really annoying. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Bye.